afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Burgess Falls 5. I'm Hannah. I'm Shay. And I'm Abby. And we'll be your hosts today. Today is March 14, 2019. We have another ex- exciting show for you today. Abby, can you fill our, fill our listeners in on what we have happening on today's show? Today we have the following up listeners question from two weeks ago talking about this crazy weather and some unforgettable holidays coming up and an interview with the students from Miss Roeder's college writing to class. Sounds like a great show. Abby, what's the weather looking like this weekend? There is a winter storm watch until Friday morning. During this storm, there will be mixed precipitation, including rain, and one to three inches of rain and heavy snow. Winds will gust as high as 45 miles per hour. Plan on slippery road conditions. Rain is also going to happen with this storm, which will turn into ice, possibly. On Tuesday, March 12th, there was a Jets engineering competition all day. Yesterday, yesterday there was a knowledge sub-region meet at M State. There was a girls basketball game versus Holy Angels at 12 p.m. on Wednesday. They lost 57 to 58. They played they played against they played again today against Hibby. We had a lot of snow days this year. Some we had some questions about snow days, so we talked to Mr. Ness. We asked, how do you determine if there's a snow day? Mr. Ness said, the bus company, business manager, and I get weather reports. Drive around at 4.30 a.m. and also text over 20 area superintendents to get as much information as possible. The ultimate decision comes down to this. Can we get the students to school safety? We were also wondering why we have to make up snow days. Well, the school board has set the number of student days at least 170 days. The goal is to maximize learning for all of these days. We have an obligation to make sure students are successful after they graduate, so each day is important. One of those days we have to make up is March 25th. Previously, this was a no school day, but now it's a snow day makeup day. Remember to come to school on March 25th. Also, the end of the year, third quarter has been pushed back a week and will now end on March 29th. Now it's time for our segment, Weird Holidays. This is a segment where we tell you some stra- some of the strange and bizarre holidays coming up today, March 14th, is National Pie Day. I love pie. Not that kind of pie, Abby. Mathematical pie. You know 3.14159 is so and so on. Ooh, I guess that's cool too. Why do we celebrate Pi Day? Well, it falls on March 14th because if you write the date in numbers, it is 3.14. And the first few numbers of Pi are 3.14. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it it started in 1988 in San Francisco. The first celebration was a group with people marching 
uh, around in a big circle eating fruit pie. Pie, that, pies. That sounds odd. It was, but over the years, it, cha- it has changed a lot with all kinds of different events and cakes or pies made of a shape of pie sim- symbol. It, come, it, beca- it became an official holiday in 2009, 2009 by the House of Representatives. Very cool. Are there any other cool holidays? Tomorrow, March 15th, is Eddie's, Eddie's of March. What's that? It's a day celebrated on the Roman calendar. It is mostly to recognize the assassination of Julius Caesar, but also has become known as a day where bad things happen to the culture. So kind of like we see Friday the 13th? Exactly. And this sums up our excitement weird holidays. Hannah, what kind of news do you have for us today? Last Tuesday, the fifth graders visited the new library. There's so much more rooms and things to do when you're at the library. There's an adult space, teen space, and tween slash kids space. There are also access to computers at all times. There's a Lego club and a reading club. The library doubled its size. You can check out books, audiobooks, art, and CDs. And this summer, you'll be able to check out robots. Make sure you go check it out. A couple weeks ago, we told you about a Tell a Fairy Tale Day. We opened this up to our listeners and encouraged them to write their own short fairy tale and share them with us. We loved reading your responses. Here's a fairy tale that was sent to us by Mr. McGowan, a band teacher here at KSS. The Little Red Fox by Mr. McGowan. Once upon a time in a dense forest, a young red fox wandered around in his den while his mother and father were napping, pointing his nose at the sky. The young red fox, whose fur was the color of summer apricots, breathed in cool air, crisp air. Suddenly, he noticed a small white object falling from the sky. He jumped to the side and watched it as it landed gently on his dry autumn leaves. To his amazement, the small white object seemed to disappear before his eyes. In its place was a tiny drop of water. Snow, the little red fox exclaimed. His parents had taught, had told him that winter before and now snow would soon cover the ground all around him. Looking up again, the red fox saw several, saw several more snowflakes falling gracefully through the trees, opening his mouth. The little red fox watched as tiny snowflakes landed on his tongue. The cool feeling filled him with delight. Looking at the sky again, he thought out larger snowflakes, and, and as the snow grew heavier, the snowflakes got larger. The little red fox must have eaten hundreds of snowflakes before he shut, shut from the back then. Son, the little fox father shouted where are you coming the little red fox replied running back toward the den he saw his mother and father standing outside they were dazzling their dazzling red fur 
Their dazzling red first stark contrast to the ever-whitening surroundings. Watch this, the little fox yelled to his parents. He leaped, he leaped into the air and caught ten snowflakes at once. Watch what, his mother replied, looking bewildered. Where are you? Right here, the little fox answered as he walked towards his parents. I'm catching snowflakes. Right where, said his mother. Here, said the fox as she trotted right up towards his mother. Ah! Both parents yelled when they saw him. What happened? What do you mean? The fox looked around. As he, as his head turned a fluffy white cotton tail to his eyes, he spun around, but there was no one looking down in place his bright red paws were a pair of gleaming white ones. What happened to my fur? It must have been the snow you ate, said his father. How do you feel? Fine, said the little fox. I feel normal. His parents looked up, opening their mouths. He started catching snowflakes on their tongues, just as the little fox had. The little fox watching his parents' dazzling fur faded. Before long, the three foxes stood outside the den with sparkling white coats that glistened in the newly fallen snow. That was so good. Thanks, Mr. McGowan, for sharing such a great story. We were contacted by Mrs. Roeder, whose college writing two classes during our recycling project. They have been working very hard on promoting recycling at school and at home. We got the opportunity to interview a couple of their students about the project, and here is what they had to say. Hello, this is Julia and Hannah with the Fergus Falls 5 podcast. We are here with Haley, Jesse, and JB from Mrs. Roeder's College Writing 2 class. They have been working on a project this semester and are here to tell us a little bit about it today. What is your project all about? So our project is about increasing recycling and like the amount of people that recycle within the school building specifically. Why is recycling important? Recycling is important because it helps save the planet and the environment and keeps extra waste out of landfills that can be reused again. What happens if you don't recycle? The recyclable materials end up in landfills or the ocean and can be bad for the environment. How is single sort recycling different than sorted recycling? So single sort recycling is different than the like sorted recycling because you just get to throw all of your recycling into one bin and then it gets shipped to the recycling center and then they sort it there so it's easier for us to recycle because we don't have to sort it beforehand. What can kids do to help recycle? Um, Kids can remind their parents to recycle and recycle at school and at home anything that they can. What is the goal of your project? The long-term goal of our project is to just help people realize how important recycling is and that to hopefully by everybody helping a little bit will help make a change in the world. What a great project. How can, how can help keep their project moving, Hannah? Well, every classroom already has a recycling bin in it that gets picked up every Friday afternoon. Make sure you are using them. You can put paper, magazines, plastic bottles, boxes, and more in them. What about paper that has staples or something like that in them? Recycle them anyway. The Recycling Center has a special machine that will detect and remove things like staples for you. We use so much paper in class and a lot of students buy plastic drink bottles at lunch from the vending machines. Be sure to drop these into a recycling bin when you're done. Even the smallest sticky note should be recycled. 
especially if there are recycling bins already in each class. It's just so easy. So let's help Mr. Roeder's class out and recycle. Thank you, Mrs. Roeder and her students for reaching us out. Well, today has been a great show. And all that's left now is to finish out our, with our last segment on this day in history. This is a segment where we talk about important events that happened today, March 14th, throughout history. Shay, anything interesting happened on March 14th? On this day in 1942, a patient's life was saved for the first time with the medication penicillin. Penicillin is a common me medicine used in hospitals today for treat infections to treat infections. It stops the gro growth of harmful bacteria that would spread and possibly kill someone. That's so cool. Also, Albert Einstein was born today in 1879. He would be 100 and 140 years old today. Do, did you know that his brain is on a display? What? That's gross. Where is it? It's, it is in a jar on display at Melter Museum in Pennsylvania. Why is it there and not on his head? It's kind of a long story, but our teacher, Miss Lamar, would be happy to share with you sometime. It's a very gross, but also pretty interesting story. I'm not sure I want to know. Suit yourself. We want to thank everyone who listened today. Remember to let us know if there is anything awesome going, in, going on in your school or classroom, and we would be happy to share that too. You can email us on FergusFalls5 at gmail.com. Again, that's FergusFalls, F-I-V-E, at gmail.com. Also, thank you again, Mr. McGowan, for his awesome fairy tale, and to Ms. Roeder's class for taking the time to tell us about the recycling project. Remember to tune in next week on March 21st for another episode of FergusFalls5 Podcast. To end our show today, we would like to share a quote with you. It's said by one of the only Walt Disney. If you dream it, you can do it. Bye!